Welcome to The Power of Stories, a podcast by women, about women, and for women. Their voices and their stories. I am Sharon Catherine D'Agostino, founder of SayItForward.org. And I'm Yodit Kifle-Smith, a creative dedicated to making sure the voices and stories of women are heard. I have the privilege of working with Sharon on SayItForward.org to do just that. In this podcast, you will meet courageous women from around the world whose unique path to empowerment will leave you encouraged and inspired. On today's episode, we have Nisha Benny Varghese, who is joining us from her home in South Africa. Nisha is a humanitarian, storyteller, and describes herself as an aspiring good human being who tries to make a difference and inspires others to do the same. We are so thrilled to have you with us today, Nisha. Thank you so much for making the time. It's been an honor to be with you and Sharon. Nisha, you inspire many people, including Yodit and me, and you continue to be an inspiring role model for those whom some people describe as disabled, but who are actually differently abled. You were diagnosed with cerebral palsy at six months old, and we are honored that you are speaking with us today. Thank you for having me. You have been committed in the years that we have known you, and I should mention to our listeners that you were an early sharer of your story on sayitforward.org. But in the time that Yadit and I have known you, you have been focused on a number of humanitarian efforts. Would you tell our listeners about a focus area of yours now? I'm currently volunteering at a children's home called Breath of Life here in East London, South Africa. They take care of abandoned and orphaned babies until we can find them a suitable home or until we can reunite them with their families that's capable of taking care of them. You also visit the children's home quite frequently. Tell us about those visits. Those visits are joyous, but they're also hard because I know that most of the children come from abuse, abandonment, neglect. Some of the stories I cannot even tell you because it's so heartbreaking. But knowing that I give them love and hope and faith for the duration of their stay. It makes me feel good. I try to go once a week. I call myself a storyteller because I tell their stories. In one of the stories that you shared on sayitforward.org, you talked about skydiving. It wasn't skydiving, it was ziplining. What was that experience like for you? It was actually liberating because when you're stuck in a wheelchair, you can only see the height of the wheelchair. If you're in a zipline or in a paraglider, you get a view from a height. And that was actually liberating for me. Because even when I go to the grocery store, I can't 
on the ground it made me feel free even if it was only the desert planning it took three hours because they wanted to do it slowly so that nothing bad would happen <laughs> I was raising funds for smile train at the time so I needed something to do that was out of the box and nothing could be more out of the box than a quadriplegic zipline. So it did work. And at the time, I raised money to fix 42 cleft pallets for small tree. 42 cleft pallet repairs. That's amazing. That was in 2016. Where did this, you know, desire just to to help others, where did all this begin for you? I think having cerebral palsy and all the help I need every day, I can't ever pay it back to the people who helped me. So I paid forward. You pay it forward and you say it forward. So you've mentioned cerebral palsy and... I wonder how the needing help has impacted your commitment to giving help. Because I need so much help, I feel like it's my duty to also give help as a way of completing the circle almost, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. How has other people's kindness or compassion played a role in your story? Having cerebral palsy, I need help every day with basic things like getting dressed in the morning or making food for myself. People help me with that. And so in my humanitarian work, I carry the kindness with me every day. Because I know that we all need help with something. It doesn't mean that we are helpless. Yes, we do all need help with something. And it doesn't mean that we are helpless. You've talked about how people react when they see you in a wheelchair. The advice that you give people on how not to behave in hurtful ways, I think is beautiful. What do you tell people about not seeing people as disabled, but as seeing them as differently abled? We are all equal. If you have a question, that's fine. Just come up to me and talk to me. I don't tolerate staring from adults. When it's kids, I understand because they have no vocabulary as yet. But when adults stand and stare, I find it very offensive because they can easily come up to me, say hello, and ask what happened or how I ended up this way. But they choose to stare and it really gets my goat. (laughs) Nisha, what would you say to people who often 
put people with different needs in a, in a specific box and you, you live your life in a way that just defies all of that. What would you say to those who are prone to, to do that? People live up to their labels. So we mustn't la- label people because what we say about people becomes true. If somebody told me that I couldn't do something, I would probably believe them. And I wouldn't be who I am today. So don't label people. It's, it becomes like a predestiny mm. when you do that. You predestine people to failure and limitations. There's so much conversation about labels and about how we limit ourselves uh, and also how we limit others. And so when you think about the babies that you spend time with who have had a challenging start to life, what do you tell them? I tell the babies that they are loved, they are wanted, they are incredible, they will achieve great things. I tell them most of all that they are wanted. That's the most important thing for me. Despite the fact that the parents had issues and were not able to take care of them, they are wanted in this world. And and I try to tell them that every day. That's something that we all need to hear. Thank you for the the work that you do in that space. And just the work that you do in, in all areas. You give so much out. What are the things that you like to do to take care of you and just to enjoy other things? I like to read. I read so many books, it's scary. (laughs) You are so creative. I wonder if you write fiction. I do write fiction. I mostly read non-fiction so I can learn from other people who've done it better than me. So I'm trying to, when I read, I try to steal knowledge from people. What brings you joy? I'm very content with my life, but I'm also striving. I'm striving to be better. I'm striving to know more and to do more. But I also enjoy the small things in life, like the sunshine and the trees and the flowers and the clouds. That gives me great joy in life. I have a whole list of things that I'm grateful for every morning and every night that I mention just to myself. It takes about eight minutes to do each time because my list is long. (laughs) (laughs) This is a question that we ask all of our guests. You know, how can we all encourage other women and girls to confidently use their voice and claim their power? Use your story as as a life raft for other people. Whatever pained you in the past, use it in the present to help someone else who may be drowning. They can learn to swim and get to the other side. <laughs> so, Nisha, let, let's follow up on that question because when you talk about using an experience from the past to help someone in the present, that is beautiful advice. How do you remember to do that? 
I try to remember that I do that every day in my own life. Whenever I see a struggling baby, I remember that I was once that child in many ways. My past has helped my present in more ways than I can say. And you're very confident speaking out. How would you encourage other women and girls to speak out? Find something you're passionate about and speak, speak. Don't let anyone tell you that your voice doesn't matter. One time I told someone that I was fundraising to to build a wealth. And that person said to me, why don't you fix your backyard before you try saving the world? And you kept speaking out. And in the end, I built the world in Kenya and I'm helping babies in my in my own backyard. I think that because of my work internationally, I'm better able to help the babies in South Africa because now I have an international pedigree. If I had listened to that process and tried to fix my backyard first, I would have flopped faster than you can say, alien. <laughs> You are an inspiration, and it is such a privilege just to hear parts of your story. Um, but just as Sharon said, just your your confidence in using all of your life to to speak out for others, but also for yourself. And so, thank you for being here with us today. And to our listeners, we want to thank you so much for once again listening to this episode of the Power of Stories podcast. I'm so privileged, and. I'm still pinging myself. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, the honor is ours, Nisha, truly, to have had this time with you. And Yodita and I are so grateful to you for sharing some of your stories with us and with our listeners. The many messages I know will resonate with others, and they certainly are already resonating with me. I always thank my dear friend Yodit for the time that we get to spend together talking to wonderful guests like you, Nisha. And we also thank the co-producer and editor of the Power of Stories podcast, Lisa DeJavine. Nisha, is there anything that you would like to say as we close this episode? Yes. To your listeners, always be brave. Always speak your mind. No matter who tells you not to, your voice matters. We invite you, our listeners, to visit sayitforward.org and to share one or more of your stories about your unique path to empowerment. Or you can read the stories others have shared. This is Sharon Catherine D'Agostino. And Yodit Kifle-Smith, signing off for now and hoping you'll join us for our next episode of the Power of Stories podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we do hope you'll give us a review and recommend the power of stories to a friend. And lastly, we want to remind you of the power of your story.